So I think for saving, one important thing that we all need to nail is budgeting. If you can know that, oh, the moment I get this money, this is how much I want to spend on this, you start getting more realistic with your savings. Welcome to another beautiful episode of the Thrivers Expression Show, a podcast that inspires young people to pursue their passion and actualize their full potential. My name is Ella Ladiko, and I'm sitting down with creative people who are passionate about what they do. We will learn about their process, lessons that they've learned, and practical steps you can also take towards being successful. Hi guys, welcome to another beautiful episode of the Thrivers Expression Podcast. I am still your favorite host, Ella Ladipo, and today on the show, I have a very, very special guest who is there to my heart. Her name is Tara Ben, and she is the marketing lead at AOWU. So... Um, I really, really, really appreciate her because I think over time she has actually grown in her career and she is a very well-traveled young lady. I mean, in just a space of two years, she has gone across Nigeria. Please. I mean, she's gone to different states in the country and then she's also gone to other countries outside Nigeria. So welcome our guest on the show today, Tara Ben. Hi, Ella. Like, sitting where I'm just blushing. I'm like, is it me? Ah. Wow, wow. You deserve wow. the accolades. You deserve wow. it. You deserve it. Okay, <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome. Yeah, my name is Tara Ben, just like Ella already said. Okay, so Tara, um, welcome again on the show. So tell our listeners more about yourself because I've already given them all the G's that you are the marketing leads and all these things. So just tell um, us a bit of how your career started, your journey. Okay, so I left uni in 2015 and so for career journey, I would say it's been not so much of a roller coaster at the same time, sort of. There, I sort of found myself into the marketing space and marketing industry. I got from social media to content management, online, digital, and then I even went as far as doing like... um, field work for marketing that's um, bottom of the pyramid marketing basically and below the line and then finally at the moment i do all sorts from pr to advertising everything at aeo and i think it's even more exciting for me because it's a startup so i will basically be able to measure my own success so i can see oh this is how far i have done in the space of this two months or six months and things like that as opposed to just going to work like in an organization where it's been well made and i'm just trying to continue in the footsteps yeah uh, for me i'm i'm a chill person i'm annoying one thing mm-hmm. <laughs> um but i i think i find myself to be a very real person and i just like ella said i appreciate my friends a lot yeah i don't know what else to say about myself that's all <laughs> no, we are still in the building. Oh yeah. Anyways, so um, thank you very much for that brief introduction about yourself. You can also check out on our social media handles um, across all social media platforms. But the topic that we are going to be discussing is related to your personal finance, and I know that this is what a lot of young people actually experience difficulty in. This is one of the major issues a lot of people experience, even young, old, just starting out in life, um, 
maybe they've spent a lot of time in different industries, maybe 20 years in the banking industry, and yet they're still having a lot of struggles in their finances. So the first thing, how do you actually build a savings habit? Um, so that question is, is very funny because I would say I officially started saving in, I think, about 2016. So this was after university? Yeah, yeah, after university. And I would say, to be very realistic, in building a savings habit, we the first key thing is that we have to be very realistic. So what I mean is... I probably wasn't taking a whole bulk of my salary and saying, oh, you know what, I want to save, bam, I'll just keep the money and lock it up. I It was very gradual. So I initially started saving by giving my aunt money. So I'll take like a tiny portion of my salary and then I'll just give my aunt and I'm like, okay, you know what, because I don't yet have the discipline, the fact that, oh, if I have some money, I'll keep it and I won't touch it. I don't have that discipline yet. So I'll give my aunt and she'll keep it in a bank account and then when i need had like emergencies i would then ask for it but i try to avoid that i try to always save up what i could um afford in quotes because i say to people a lot of time savings is actually like an expense when you're actually saving it's actually an expense so you need to be very realistic is this something i can afford is this something that i could do without and I think across the journey, the journey basically grew from oh, saving with someone, which was my step one, mm -hmm. to learning how to save. And learning how to save is saying, okay, budgeting, which is very key. So for saving, you must have already developed the habit of budgeting, which is something I tell people all the time. You can't just save without developing your budgeting habits. Because yeah. if you earn like about 100K, I'm sure it costs a certain amount to go to work every day. Either mm -hmm. you're driving, so you have like your fuel, mm -hmm. either monthly or weekly, however it is that it works for you. If you're going to use like the public transport, you already know typically how much it will cost. When I started it, I won't go as far as saying worst case scenario. If you know the way public transport could be in Nigeria now, you, do you understand? <laughs> you just go to the bus stop and they're like, ah, madam, this place, VI is, is 500. 500. And I'm like, there's something that is almost 250 on a normal day. I'm like, fam, I paid 250 day for it. And like, ah, first scarcity. Or there's just one story or the, or the other. other. So, yeah. like, I even do that worst case scenario in my budgeting. So, the minimum amount and then the most yes, amount you can exactly. actually pay. Yeah. And then I budget, even turn up money. Because a lot of times people save and then we're young. We all have, or we want to have a social life. Mm -hmm. Like, we want to enjoy ourselves. We want to be happy. We want to take out time aside from... You've been working the entire month, or you've been earning money, whether daily or weekly. So you want to spoil yourself, in my own terms. So I even take out money saying, oh, this is for turn up, this is for transportation, this is for family. Because as the, more, the older you grow, the more responsibilities come. And they just come like that. Like, you don't really plan for it. Something just happens in the house and you're like, ah, Tara, we need to fix this. And then you obviously want to, like, drop something just to contribute. So I think for saving, one important thing that we all need to nail is budgeting. If you can know that, oh, the moment I get this money, this is how much I want to spend on this, you start getting more realistic with your savings. And then as time goes on, you now start to develop discipline because you're like, it's now just become like a habit where, oh, I get money. 
I save this. And how that helps is that when you budget and you actually know at the beginning of the month or whenever it is you get your income that um, this is how much I'm going to spend, you realize that you spend less. That's actually the trick. You realize that you spend less because there's no, you won't do a lot of impulse buying because you you already know, ah, I can't take this money from. So if you want to spend, you already know what is for. So you're like, oh, am I going to take the money for my money for turn up? I know I want to go. Am I going to take it for my money for transport? I don't want to walk to the office and things like that. So what budgeting does is that it helps you make your spending habit a lot firmer Mm, and a lot more controlled and then you gradually start to learn discipline okay so um i'm going to take you back a bit Mm -hmm. because um you mentioned two points which i believe that is very 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 crucial and it's one be realistic and also build your discipline Mm -hmm. and i'll have a question as regards building your discipline because you mentioned you used to save with your aunt yeah now most people don't have that accountability partner Mm -hmm. because sometimes it's just not easy Mm -hmm. to trust anybody Mm. you know if you say okay you give your mother your mother can just spend it that she had this certain Mm -hmm. thing because we all experience that as children mm-hmm. you know your parents will just go and spend money ah, it's not me that is giving you the money mm-hmm. or you give a friend and maybe the person lends someone else and yeah. that kind of thing yeah. so there's always that issue so how were you able to transition from giving your own to mm-hmm. building that discipline on your own okay so that's why i like to say a big thank you to technology typically so um so for my aunt I moved to putting in my own account, but then it was still flexible. So one of the accounts I used to do, my my UB account, I didn't have a card. Mm-hmm. So, and I am very lazy with going out of my office to somewhere else doing working hours. I, we all know, like, banks close by 4 p.m. and they open by 8 a.m. So, like, mm-hmm. I would typically not want to walk into a bank within that time because I just feel like it's stressful. So it made it harder for me to want to go and take out money. So I didn't have a card and I didn't have like an online banking for that account. And then that was the first bit. But where I would say technology came in was when they came up with these um, savings platforms. So the first one I used was um, Piggy Bank. So that was the first one that I used. So um, initially, I started doing this recurrent thing where you do recurring payments and stuff like that. And then I moved into um, fixed. And then I'm like, okay, this thing is actually not bad at all. It's not bad. It seems cool. And then as I now grew, I now started getting a lot more interest in savings and savings platforms. And I started checking other things out. And then I currently use AOO. So AOO has a savings platform as well where because that's where i get my salary on so it's just like oh as i'm getting my salary i'm sort of like locking it up at the same time so i'm locking up like a percentage for save so that's how i started saving because this um um, it will basically make you lock your money for a period of time and you even get interest or supposed to what i was doing with my aunt where i would just give her money and i'll get the same value of money so it was sort of like investment so you know you're keeping money the money is idle and then you're keeping it and you're getting like do you understand so it it was also motivating for me because for me i think about it ah ta you know that you're not going to use this money in the next one month in next three months in next four months five months i think i've even gone as far as like saving for like eight months yeah where i just locked the money up and i'm like i know i'm not going to use that money so i lock it up and then i will get interest from the money so i think that was one thing that started teaching me discipline was 
it now became like something that I, I was ex, like I was too excited to do that I'll get money and I'll just not spend it and the money is just chilling sitting down waiting for me it made me feel like a big girl like, to know like ah yeah, so I have this money <laughs> so even if I say I'm broke sometimes I tease my friends and I'm like ah I'm broke or they're like ah you're not broke oh should be have money in your savings and I'm like no that's not my money <laughs> it's another money it's just sitting down there and then the second question where you were asking about um yeah so being realistic i think um for being realistic is uh, like i was trying to say is that we we don't want to save or budget you don't want to do that where you are not happy so i think our happiness comes first the truth is i've told someone before if you are earning 30k and typically you can spend all that 30k your savings could just be 300 naira your savings could just be one k. Be realistic with it. You can't be. I know someone that <laughs> the person will be saving, and the person spends every month borrowing. January <laughs> borrow, and the person is saying it with pride, "I have a savings account." I, what are you saving for? Because you're like debt along the exactly way, so because really it's not. You shouldn't be known as that person that saves but always borrows. Yeah. Because I said, why you why are you lying to yourself? Even more mental pressure. <laughs> exactly because that money that you are locking up at the end of the day, you are going to borrow that money, <laughs> and you know that the next month is going to continue like that. Yeah. So obviously, there are some months whereby I save differently. There are some months where I don't save as high as I'll typically mm-hmm. spend because I realize that oh my cost my running cost for that month is really high, so mm-hmm. I probably will save a small percentage, yeah. just really tiny. But just like I said, discipline. So when if it's 5k that you're saving as opposed to maybe you save 200k and that particular month you're like it's just 5k just do it yeah because you need to be consistent with it because if you start to break it then it starts to affect like every other thing Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think that's my own idea of being realistic so do you have like a percentage or a ratio in which you actually structure the things because you mentioned a couple of things which actually i feel is a necessity Mm -hmm. so you said um, you must save for your everyday life. That's mm-hmm. like your transportation, yeah. your feeding. Yeah. Also, emergency funds, yeah. which I know is something that really comes up a lot. Maybe your family members can call you for a certain mm-hmm. thing, or there's just your well, maybe your health passport. Song. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. some people, some organizations don't don't give HMO. Exactly. So you actually have to budget for certain mm-hmm. kind of um, occurrences like this. And then also turn up money because you always say, okay, yes, um, I'm saving. And then obviously, you know that there are times your friends will call you mm-hmm. that let's go out. Let's go hang because out. Say, it, it, it's just so tempting that mm-hmm. eventually you need to spend money. Yeah. And if you know that you have a certain budget that, okay, um, I can't go above 5K. If they give you, let's buy a platter, you know that you're supposed to drop yeah, 40K for that like, platter. Fam, you know your budget. So fam, you nicely just get though. chicken and chips. <laughs> I swear. So, so do you have like a ratio in which you actually break this down or mm. it's just as the spirit leads? So um to be very honest, I'm not sure there's a ratio because like I said, it depends on how that month is going to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I I think if you say you want to take ten percent of your salary, you wanna take twenty it's not tight. Mm-hmm. The truth is the way you save and the way you if you want to buy a car or you have like a big goal. If you want to buy a car, if you want to buy a house, then I think that's when, for me, I can say a ratio might work perfectly because 
that particular month i might decide that you know what i'm going to be going a lot more to the island so my uber spend might be really high so i don't think i have a ratio for it sometimes i save like about when i tell people they're like eh sometimes i save like about i'm not even joking 65 or 70 percent of my salary Oh, I'm like, I look up to you. <laughs> Sometimes I do that. And, <laughs> and what would have happened is that for that month, I already have already known, you know what, I don't really want to do a lot of this this month. Mm-hmm. And another reason why I'm lucky, because whenever I tell people this, they're like, Auntie, are you being realistic? Mm-hmm. So, good thing is my office and my house, they're like within the same vicinity. Mm-hmm. So, typically, if I was to like take an Uber to work, it would cost like about 400 naira. Take one to come back, 400 naira first. Take a bike, 100 naira. Well, they ban bikes now, so I guess Uber is the way. Or sometimes if the driver drops me at work. So that's why I can afford to save like that lump of my salary. So there's really no ratio. Just, oh, this month I'm not going to spend a lot. Or I'm not going to buy maybe a new hair. Or I'm not buying a new phone. Maybe the month I decide I want to change my phone. Obviously, my savings is going to be a lot smaller than what i would have saved when i wasn't spending so much yeah so i think that's that that's basically it okay so um i was speaking to someone um some time ago and the person actually mentioned that uh, we have actually built the um culture of borrowing Mm. a lot yeah borrowing a lot Mm -hmm. and because definitely people tend to gain more interest Mm -hmm. on borrowing everybody is now coming up with a loan platform mm-hmm. to always like come come and take this mm-hmm. come and take this and he's putting more young people in debt at a young age mm-hmm. so if you're learning to borrow at a certain age mm-hmm. and you're not learning to save or mm-hmm. like invest or yeah. just kind of make your money work yeah. for you at a young yeah. age you just grow with this certain mentality yeah and then you, it just becomes a rat race yeah so so what what i think about that is um I feel people should, that's my thought anyways, I yeah. feel people should borrow. I know that, I, when I, when we mean borrow, I'm sure we're not talking about the normal guy, let me 10k here. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. we're talking about like a yeah. large because, um, lump I, of money. I'm not, I personally, I'm not against borrowing, yeah. but I believe you should borrow for assets. Yes. Borrow for something that exactly. will get you money, exactly. not something that will put you in debt. Because exactly. um, you saying, okay, I want to borrow to travel. Now, when you borrow to travel, are you going there for business? Exactly. Because if you are going for pleasure, then you know that, okay, you are going to obviously spend yeah. doing this. Yeah. And if it's not like saving, if, if it's not um, any way that you are going to make this money back mm-hmm. in double, mm-hmm. you're just making yourself have unnecessary headache on what is not can, really needed. Can I tell you something funny? That's why in the UK, yeah? And because they are very transparent, that's why I'm using them as an example. If you apply for a visa to the UK, you know, you bring, like, all your statements and stuff like that, except someone is sponsoring you. Something they are always on the lookout for is, okay, how much do you earn? How much do you have in your savings? How much are you going to spend? They would actually even help you calculate and say, auntie or uncle, you want to spend 600K in a trip of... No, no, not just how much you make. How much will you come back to after you're done? Because you can say you have that money. And then you will now go spend that money. When you come back from what you call... How are you going to continue? So, like, people like that will make it very realistic for you. But for me, my own thoughts on borrowing in terms of business is that... um, One, if you're going to borrow money, Mm -hmm. 
see you must have done all your checks and balances like it because you know you can't even borrow for a business that will flop that it will flop and you will see it flopping so you must have already tried it with a very small capital that you have you must see whether the business is going to be profitable within the period of which you want to take that loan because if you are going to take a loan for a period of let's say six months to one year and that your business might not bloom till like two years you are also being very unrealistic again because you are going to borrow money to pay back that money and then you are still owing more money so even borrowing for business you need to have sort of done like your research and ensure that there's a demand yeah Yeah. and also try with your own hard-earned money like that you didn't borrow from anybody because when you now try it out and you're like "Ah, this thing is not as easy as i thought then you can now rethink on should i really borrow this money and or should i just keep doing it the way i'm doing it and be testing it with some small money and then if you now see oh it has gone well let me give you an instance if you let's say have a karaoke business and you are you're saying you're rendering a service and you are just okay you buy some tools you saved up for those tools and you buy it you cannot decide one day that you know what i want to have a restaurant so i want to have somewhere where people can come then You've already tried it and said, ah, there's a demand for this yeah, thing. For this is how, or maybe I want to have a van, a karaoke van, for uh, example, yeah. where people can always request for me and I just drive and I play with. The point is, you have already tried it with. With your own personal phone. Exactly. Yeah, so then you now see the reason to expand. So don't just take a loan just for experiments. It's very, very dangerous. It's so risky. I know they say business is a risk, but you should apply wisdom. No matter how much risk you you don't want to be locked up in police station (laughs) because you have not paid one millionaire or you've not paid 500 Some people don't even have problem with that though. They can borrow and Ah. then just be running. It's like they live their lives to just run away from people. I actually know someone from uni. The person will ask you for money. You, the moment you say, please, can I have my money back? <laughs> person will go with another person. The moment no, another person, the person is so shy, be like a tree. You keep borrowing, 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 borrowing. So I can get it, but I just feel like we should apply wisdom because we're young. Yeah. So while young, so we're lucky, we can make mistakes and we mm-hmm. can get over it. But there are some mistakes that will sting for like a really, really long time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's my thought. Mm, that's really, really good. So now there are a lot of investments ways Mm -hmm. you can actually invest in mutual funds Mm -hmm. you can invest in stocks Mm -hmm. bonds some people buy properties Mm -hmm. and all now um do you have any particular advice for um let's say someone who is doing nyse someone who is in university because i know um personally i used to say this as a joke that if all the money because i started saving at a very young age but I always ended up spending, spending my savings. Yeah, I so, had colo when I was young. Yeah, so now. we always have that culture that we know how to save. We know yeah. how to keep money. We have that just discipline. But it's just that money because for. you're really not, there's nothing really meaningful. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm just saving to buy this. I'm saving to buy that. Mm-hmm. I'm saving to start this. I'm mm-hmm. saving to do that. And once that goal ends, then that's the end of that savings plan mm-hmm. till there's another need. But I feel that there's supposed to be like a long-term savings. Mm. That, okay, irrespective of whatever happens, yeah, mm. I would still have, even if I take out money, I should still have something mm-hmm. that I know what comes to worst. Mm-hmm. I have this money that I'm yeah. saving yeah. in somewhere. So 
I know sometimes you can build that as an undergraduate. Yeah. You can build that even from secondary school. Yeah. Maybe um you have a small savings account that you're just putting this money and you don't mm -hmm. have access. So um how do you think people in the university can start these habits? Because I know it's a habit you have to actually master. Yes. But let me also say something here. There's this argument, and the argument is very valid. It's in the sense that there's savings and there's investment, and yeah. they are two, two different, different things. things. Yeah. They are absolutely two different things. But they things. have the same goal. They have the, <laughs> so they have the same, what, what would you say the same goal is? Let me understand. Okay, so I can invest in something, mm -hmm. and I want immediate returns. Mm -hmm. And I can invest in something, and I want long-term returns. The goal is returns. Mm -hmm. You want returns irrespective. Mm -hmm. Like you yes. want to have your money back yeah. with a bit of interest. Mm -hmm. It's just that investments, yeah, mm. they have more returns than savings. Mm. If it's the type of savings I'm referring to in the sense yeah. that you're, you're saving interest. with interest. Yeah. So relatively, there are some type of investments like stocks, mm -hmm. bonds, and all. They have higher interest rates yeah. than um let's say a typical mutual fund yeah. or um treasury bills, treasury bills. and fixed yeah. deposits um, yeah. so definitely they all have the same goal to earn interest yeah. it's just the um the duration mm -hmm. and necessarily the amount of risk that yeah involved. the risk yeah 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 obviously investment has a, a higher risk than savings savings is you are, you are secure because a lot of these financial um, institutions they have to pay for like the CBN makes yeah, them has regular, yeah, regulations. regulations. Yeah. So if anything happens my money, you'll give me back my <laughs> money, you know. Um, but the thing about it is that for me, I think for students, it's very personal. So some students would rather save, some would invest. And why mm -hmm. I would say save and invest is because investment has to do with a lot of, you have to has to do a lot of knowledge and research. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to invest in the wrong thing. Yeah. But the good thing about savings is that you don't need to know so much. You can just say, I'll just keep my money here and it will grow. So for students, my brother is more of an investment person than savings. My brother... Because he has a lot of knowledge. That's exactly. So, so most people are not open. They don't even research on all these things. Exactly. They don't have... They are not... Um, so my, my brother will take his time and yeah. say, you know what? If I want to start a business, mm -hmm. this is what it will take. That's what it will take. So he's investing in that business and looking at, oh, these are the results I'll mm -hmm. get from getting this business on in two months, in three months, mm -hmm. and outcomes and things like that. But for savings, so I think for students, if you are not going to be, and I, I, I don't want to say, it's not laziness, but if you don't have the energy to do research yeah. and find out what will be more profitable to you, mm -hmm. please save. Because at the end of the day, you find out that when a country where you leave school and it takes a while before, not yeah, everybody's so lucky yeah. to say, oh, I've gotten a job. So that your savings at the end of the day could be what you use to start a business mm -hmm. along the line because experience also teaches people. So you, you might be in 100 level and you have no idea on what to do with money yet. You don't, you don't really, you're afraid to take risks and things like that so yeah. just keep that money and as time goes on because i wish i started saving earlier if i started saving earlier or doing investments earlier if i started doing that earlier i only god knows all the things i would have gotten by now maybe i'd have gotten yeah. my own house and the likes so just ensure that we start this early because it is very profitable you will never lose either you are investing or you are saving you have to be doing one of the two and it is very important for your own future 
like your future your benefits basically not even just you your family your your kids or born kids imagine mm-hmm. dying and your kids you are a married young person and you die you don't plan for these things and mm-hmm. your family finds out that ah you had this business you invested in or you had this money in your savings mm-hmm. like everybody would it's just for our own good to be very honest so i know that there are a lot of people with this um mentality that okay yes you only live once mm-hmm. and what's the point of saving <laughs> if because um God bless his soul. We just lost Kobe Bryant, who mm-hmm. really affected a lot of people. He impacted a lot of people positively. Mm-hmm. And um, most people just say, okay, yeah, he just died like that. And all the money he has made, he can't really enjoy it. But they refuse to look at the fact that his family, mm-hmm. like he, he gave them a secure future, if you look at it. Mm-hmm. And they say you only live once. So definitely they want to enjoy their life mm-hmm. now. Right? Mm-hmm. And... How do you actually so, advise those kind of people? Because they are not seeing the bigger picture. They are just seeing, oh, it's my life. It's yeah, my money. Yeah, I'm working. I'm, yeah, I have to enjoy yeah, the money. Yeah. So, like I said, YOLO, guys. I know that YOLO is the way. But at the same time, except you are an island mm-hmm. and you are just living alone for yourself. And you are just saying, you know what? Oh, let's not even say alone for yourself. Let's even say let's for your w- family, your mother. No, your let's even leave your mother, your father. Let's even say you. You are alone. You don't have anybody. You don't have any friends. Mm. The house you are staying in, is it yours? Or are you yeah. paying rent for it? Yeah. The car that you are driving, is it not going to need maintenance? So let's yeah. just say worst case scenario. You lose your job. You don't plan these things. Yeah. Like, you don't plan these things. I, there was <laughs> when I, one of my jobs that I worked in, one day they just came and they just said, you know what, everybody was sacking all of you. We cannot afford to pay salary anymore. Pack your load and be going. I did not see that coming, but like, like I'm just like, from where? The funny enough, the only thing that haven't saved me, that's aside from savings, was that I had like, I used to do like side jobs. So I had another income that was coming in, so I'm like, ah, okay, it hurts, but I'm like, you know what, I'm covered. So the point is, except you are going to ensure that you always have a source of income, regardless. You don't know whether you go out now, you have an accident, you lose your legs. Mm-hmm. Like, you never know worst case scenario. That's the importance of either saving or having investments because you never know tomorrow. So as much as you, you want to know that you only live long, you should also think of the fact that what if, God forbid, something bad happens to you and you will need money and let's say you don't have health insurance. Except, because the thing is, health insurance, all these kind of things are the same thing that when we say investments. Because you are going to put money into the fact that if anything ever happens to me, I've put money aside. Or just the way, same way you have car insurance. Because guess what? Someone with car insurance, they are not going to help you fix it immediately. They will know. They will take their time. They will forward do their... They will check it to be sure. Take pictures. You know all those drama yeah, that basically come with it. So it, yeah. we all need to have Vex money. Like I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um... This is this will be the last question All right. of the show before we actually round up. But, um... I know with saving comes, um also making money mm. so definitely you have to be able to make money before you can even save mm-hmm. out of that money yeah so what ways can people actually make money in your own point of view because 
we know that it's a continuous struggle whether you are old you always want to look for how mm-hmm. to make money when mm-hmm. you are young you still always have to look for how to make money and i believe it's building skills mm. so how do people actually define what skills they're interested in or what kind of competence levels they want to build up because most people just have an issue it's even discovering what they are mm. interested in mm-hmm. and they just say okay no definitely it still boils down to let me just stay and whatever happens whatever happens um so to be very honest i feel like um with skills there's also the interest bits so a lot of times and i still had the conversation with someone yesterday when we're talking about self-doubt and things like that is that so for skills there's interest before you even start thinking of what it is or what skill you have whether you're capable or you have competence you must generally even have interest in it interest could just be by what you see and things like that then afterwards you can now go and develop yourself and what you are saying about constantly always having money before you even save i tell people nine to five job is not the only way in life mm-hmm. it's not everybody that must do nine to five job there are different kinds of side i've seen side hustles that i'm like jesus tara what are you what doing are you yourself doing? <laughs> because yeah. i'm just like oh wow you're yeah, just surprised that someone can just sit down and think of this thing but to make guess money what from. every day we all have needs let's even look at food ordering so yeah. for the longest time we all used to buy food mm-hmm. you walk to go and buy food mm-hmm. but guess what somebody realized one day that people don't even have the time yeah. to go and they're like you know what let's do food delivery services and you do it see proposals initially people used to crack their heads and see how to plan it the other day there's something called an event planner and the person says you know what don't worry about anything i'll help you plan your wedding I'll help. the truth of the matter is there's always people have needs every day there's if you sit down with a human being and you say what are the 20 or 50 things that you need yeah. guess what you find 20 to 50 job ideas just by sitting down with people and say what is this that you need and it's not just by creating things from the blues or just come one day and you say you know what i feel we should have a moving van ice cream shop like the from the pain points of the understand? did i say i have a problem with walking to cold stone (laughs) like is that my issue so i think it's once you just sit down with people and you're like you know that's a serious-minded person because the truth is a lot of people just go and say oh um and there's obviously, like you said, there's also the bit of, oh, you know, I want to start so a certain business, but yeah. there's capital, capital as well. Yeah. So where do I even ha- get the money from? Except you don't have anybody around you. You don't have, any, like, you are not even, I don't want to say you are an island. That's, mm. You've been existing by yourself and there's nobody that can help you. Because something as small as, let me give you an example, people that hawk mm. out there, that thing is very small but guess what they realize that people in traffic always get hungry and then i feel like i should provide them with pure water and gala and la casera and the likes you might not want to be on the road but you can say oh you can look for someone and say oh oga i want to take this loan from you this is the small collateral i have this is where i stay this and this can i get some and you get somebody and you split like the profit to the person basically and say oh help me sell this i just feel like small things go a long way it doesn't have to be that big idea that has to do with building a house or building a shop that'll make you know that bam and I think that's, I've what, made it. So that's what most people wait for. They wait for that big bank idea 
that hmm, once I just do like this, and it boom, doesn't I'll have blow. to be big bang because like. Dangote didn't start from refineries. He didn't start from there. It does. It's very small. Yeah, the people that actually um, these hawkers, you know, a lot of them it's not their money. Someone yeah. is actually those people are cashing out. They're actually cashing out, and it was something so small that you'd have seen as so minor. But then the results uh, in terms of like profits, profits yeah. that's just it. I just feel like it's not about the biggest idea. It's just really about pain points of people. And once you sit down and find out people's pain points, you'll be able to solve it. So thank you very much, Tarben, for um, actually coming on the show today. Thank you, you too. I enjoyed I myself. And I know that the audience is also going to resonate with. Aww, thank so I um, really appreciate you on the show. Yes. Um, you can follow Tara Ben Adeola on all her social media yes. handles. Yes, on Instagram, I'm yeah. Tara underscore Ben. On Twitter, I'm Tara underscore Ben J. And uh, I'm sure, I don't know if you've been on Facebook, but I'm not active there, Sha. But yeah, also my, well, I'm starting my YouTube thingy very Woo! soon. Yeah! Also on LinkedIn. You have to to actually go there and actually subscribe to her platform because I'm sure she's going to have a lot of juicy content for you. But yes. She's also a very professional person, so you have to actually check out. Yeah, check me out on LinkedIn actually. But that's my full name, Omotara Benadiola. That's all for now. Peace. Peace, guys. (laughs) Thank you. And also follow us on all our social media platforms like this podcast and also share with your friends, family members, colleagues, anyone you know that literally this content is going to help. So share with them. And from us, it's peace out. Bye, Bye. guys.